Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have Miss Sarah Weaver, who is a reporter, daily caller. Also, other bylines include National Review, The Federalist, and The American Conservative. We will not hold that against her here. Sarah, good day, welcome. Thank you very much, thank you very much for having me. Well, we appreciate you being on the show today. We're going to talk about the new so-called educational reforms led by Governor DeSantis, I mean DeSantis out of Florida, and this governor, has doubled down on these particular reforms, even though they have been noted as adversarial based on what teachers experience. Two of them in particular, one, the banning of African American studies as an AP course, and also the law that led to memos going out to teachers saying that they must dismantle their in-class libraries if the books are not approved by their special process. They could be charged with a third degree felony. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about these topics. So if you would give me your impression, I would then opine. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think the first thing is to kind of correct some misconceptions about uh, the controversy surrounding this story. I think a lot of people are talking about it as if it's a matter of you know, DeSantis basically banning an already in place course. What did happen with this is this is a proposed course from the AP. The College Board put it out, they're testing it in 60 schools. And basically Florida's Department of Education said, there are some things we'd like tweaked in this. Now DeSantis has said uh, teaching about black history is a requirement at Florida schools. So that's not the issue. His issue is with um, what he would term the indoctrination that goes on. So he pointed to some critical race theorists that are required reading in the course. Um, Things like discussion of reparations, prison reform, that sort of thing. And what the AP has done in subsequent statements, they have talked about how they are doing exactly that. They are addressing these issues and they are making sure that they can comply with Florida standards. But I think I think the misconception here is that you know this is like Florida Department of Education is like coming in with guns a blazing and and basically keeping teachers who are just free speech advocates from teaching about black history. But I just don't think that's exactly what's going on here. Well, so let me go ahead and give you the history. In the 1990s, Florida passed a law that did mandate the teaching of black history. As a matter of fact, the professor I sat under and received my doctorate under, Dr. Kua, Clarkland University, was active in that movement to make sure that there was a statute and a statutory requirement. So that's number one, so that law does exist. I don't know anybody who believes this was an already available course. Everyone that I have spoken with are well aware this was a new course, an AP course in African American studies. But I submit to you, if you would allow, that the issue is not simply the course alone, but is also the why. Why are they rejecting this AP course? You agree with me that this is a college course, right? AP courses, you are able to receive college credits. It is typically created by a collegiate design and submitted for advanced learners in high school, correct? Yes, it's a college offered in high school. That's right, all right. So you say that the governor is in fear of something called indoctrination. And that this would actually teach critical race theory, Reparations and prison reform. Do you stand by that statement? 
I'm saying that that's what the DeSantis administration is saying. I'm not saying that whether or not that course is teaching that. But don't you think that's important? I'm sorry, what's, what's important? Don't you think it's important if it actually teaches this or not as germane to the situation at hand? That's important, right? Definitely whether or not DeSantis's comments are correct. All right, are they? I don't know, I can't really make that judgment call. I think the, the biggest issue here is that the Department of Education, it's within its purview to approve courses like this. It's not like you know they're coming in and saying, you can't teach about African American history. What's happening is it's tweaking an already existing course. And no ma'am. A proposed course and you know, and the AP has responded and said like, yes, we're gonna do that. Well, so well, but it's not tweaking an already existing course. Remember, this is an yes. AP course. Yes, excuse proposed. me. I misspoke there. It's proposed. Okay, all right, okay, fair enough. So, let, let me let me explain it this way. Um, the why is very important. Okay, so you knew you were going to come on the show and talk about this. The why is important to us in the black community in particular, because when you say that we're going to ban something called African American studies. Uh, and you do not do the research to understand the why, you just accept the talking point from the governor or the, or the uh, state board of education. That's problematic because you're telling me you're willing to adopt their report rather than engage in the journalistic prowess necessary to understand the why. I have, however, done the work. So here's the why. As you have proclaimed, it teaches critical race theory, reparations, and prison reform. Number one, it does not teach critical race theory. Um, it does present ideas that are uh, called intersectionality. Intersectionality is common, it's normative. It's actually taught in historical context, not simply in racial dynamics. Uh, CRT, once again, advanced theoretical concept, not part of this course. And the idea that reparations is somehow controversial is laughable to me in a curriculum because we learn about the reparations given to Native Americans. We learn about the reparations given to slave masters right after the Emancipation Proclamation. We have these learning models right now certified by Florida. So Florida obviously is not antithetical to the teaching of reparations because they teach it currently in the curriculum. They're only antithetical to reparations as it relates to black people. Third, prison reform was cited. As a reason, they do not want this curriculum because it indoctrinates. Ma'am, 98% of Americans believe that prison reform is required in these United States of America. How can that be a controversial item? And how can somebody stand behind that to suggest that this is indoctrination? And lastly, I will say this, I'm a former high school teacher myself. You do not go to high school to simply learn an academic curriculum. You go to high school to learn a social Paradigm, you learn how to interact as a decent individual in this world and to remedy problems as they are presented. So tell me what's controversial about AP African American studies in Florida. So Dr. Ritchie, I think I should address something you said early on, which is that I was basically parroting DeSantis talking points. I don't think that's what I'm doing here. I'm just sort of trying to correct some misconceptions as I was following the story since I do cover the culture beat for the Daily Caller. I was just noticing people were headlining the issue. I even watched some of your coverage of it. Um, so people are headlining the issue as banning an African American course. What I'm saying is they did not ban it, they failed to approve it. And there's a big difference there and I think um, it's- That's a distinction that doesn't make a difference. When you say, no, we're not going to allow, uh, and by the way, black, black 
AP students who are advanced level students are the ones most likely to take this course. We all know that, That's that pans out in the data. When you say we're going to not allow it, okay, fine, call it a ban, call it not allowed, I don't care. The reality is what is your good faith basis to say no? Can you present to me a good faith basis where they have denied the entry of this particular pilot program known as AP African American Studies? Well, again, I'd say that this is the Florida Department of Education taking issue with certain parts of the course, which it has every right to do. That's my point. It was a proposed course, it was a pilot program. The College Board was testing it out in, I think, 60 schools. And Florida basically said, no, you need to go back to the drawing board on this and you need to fix some things about it. DeSantis has said African American history is something they want to teach in their okay. course. Certainly, if he wanted to ban all teaching of black history, that would be hugely problematic. Yeah, but. But, okay, understand this, you have said the board has the right to do this. Just because a board has the right to do, it doesn't mean it is right to do. That's a completely different conversation. Uh, local governments had the right to tell black folk where they could and could not sit in a restaurant. They had a statutory right that was codified by the Supreme Court at that time. That did not make it right, correct? Oh, I absolutely agree that there's a distinction between legal right and moral right. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. With that. All right. Now, just because the board had the right to reject it, which we know by way of authority they do, it doesn't make it right to do so. What is their good faith basis? Why? Why are they saying no? It can't be for reparations as they cite it because they teach reparations currently. Can't be for prison reform, that's a non-controversial idea. Can't be for critical race theory, not even taught in this particular curriculum. So what is their good faith basis is my question to you. I believe from my following of the story as a reporter, I believe that one of the things they pointed to is that when in discussions of reparations, which I absolutely agree probably should be something that's you know discussed in a, in a um, course about African American history, there wasn't really any arguments against reparations um, set up. And I think that would be something that would be good to see um, in this course is sort of competing um, opinions on issues like reparations, on issues like prison reform. Um, I do know the uh, course did cite Kimberly Crenshaw, a critical race theorist. How that's a very hot topic. Um, I know for some people, maybe it's not so much of a hot topic, but I do know for a lot of parents um, of Florida students, they're going to see a critical race theorist cited in that course. And they're going to be a, a critical race theorist. A critical race theorist. Bam, how much do they get paid per year? Critical race theorists? Yeah. Well, Ibram Kendi breaks in hundreds of thousands for his lectures. The lectures about critical race theory does not make a person, in summary, a critical race theorist. I learned critical race theory. I've been teaching it at the college level since 2016. That doesn't make me a critical race theorist. And by the way, if a person was, it doesn't mean it's bad. Do you know what critical race theory is yourself? I have read some of the literature I did a couple summers back when this was a very hot topic. Um, it, it is a very complicated issue, granted, and I do know there are some instances in which that word is sort of used as like a catch-all phrase for like anything that deals. Is used wrongly, right? Yes, there are definitely cases where it's used wrongly. All right. So, but do you know what critical race theory is? I'd say it's looking at um, power structures, um, what they would say critically, um, and what they would mean by that is looking at sort of the power structures of there's an oppressed class and there's an oppressor mm -hmm. class. Do you um, agree that that's real? Oppressed class is are black people and the oppressor class is white people. I think in many cases, white people sadly have oppressed black people in history. But do you think there's innate biases inside of systems 
and laws because of that bias. I think it is reductive to sum down all power structures to have to do with the color of someone's skin. Okay, but that's not what critical race theory does. I'm, I'm asking, do you believe that there is structural racism in the United States of America codified inside of statutory language policies and also institutional norms? That's an extremely broad statement and I'm gonna be very hesitant to just agree with that. Kind of agree, somewhat agree. Do you I'm disagree? Very broad statement, so I'm not I'm not gonna fall into that trap. Have you ever experienced structural racism or structural genderism? Not personally. Okay. Do you know anybody who has? I've I definitely know people who have experienced racism and people who have experienced sexism. I okay. think so the word structural is yeah, structural. broad. Yeah, structural. I would like yeah. maybe some more specific examples of that. When the Declaration of Independence calls Native American savages. Um, uh, they are called savages because uh, white savages are the ones who wrote it. And it found itself into actual legal doctrine. That is called structural racism. Does that make sense? Okay, that's an, inter- that's an interesting uh, definition of it. I would just call that racism, but. But it is in a structure, madam. It has now been. It has now been contextualized in a structure that is adopted as authoritative uh, literature in courts. That makes it structural. Okay, so your definition of structural, I just want to get it correct, because a lot of people use that word for many different things. Your definition of structural is if it's used in legal components. Well, structural legal components is one dynamic of a structural uh, element. That's that's normative. That's not anything that's. I mean, I would like to be an out of the box guy on this, but I'm not. That's pretty common. Okay. All right. I actually think you agree with me more than you're willing to admit today, madam. But I do appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Ritchie.